You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. Hey, you're back at Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3 with Andrew Work. That's me. Hey, uh, and now we are uh, taking a look at the Mer Lion State with Jeff Howie, the market strategist at SGX. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Andrew. Um, uh, Jeff, you know, we're looking at this from the perspective of uh, investors and what is going on in Singapore this week that people need to keep an eye on. Well, we, we're slowly but surely starting our earnings season for the third quarter, and it always starts off, kicks off with the REITs. And REITs are a very important part of our stock market. They make up, uh, what do they make up? Uh, about 20% of the day-to-day turnover and about 10% of the total market capitalization. So that's mm-hmm. pretty big when you consider globally. They're around 2% of the world's market cap and uh, about the same in terms of turnover. And that's, that's why we call you the REIT king of Asia. But so what's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Singapore. What's, so, but, but what can we look forward to? How, how have they been performing? Uh, they have been performing, I think, cautious. Uh, this, it's actually quite mixed. I was going to say cautiously because that's what happens when you have some that aren't performing so well. That is those that have a lot of exposure to the U.S. commercial market, which is obviously ha- grappling with this new work-from-home trend. Mm-hmm. And then you also have uh, a number that are kind of more focused on the region and therefore having a little bit more exposure to this boom that we're seeing in accommodation, food services, and uh, and so forth, uh, as confirmed by GDP last week. So there's uh, it's it's really mixed. Um, some some are data centres, uh, some are as we said uh, shopping malls that have that economic exposure to this. I wouldn't say rebound, but uh, repricing or revaluation of travel and leisure upwards. So uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be it's always interesting. There's always something different happening every day. And for the REITs that are focused on Singapore, whether it's you know commercial or industrial or other other categories, um, I, I you know my 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 main thing is the self storage sector. So I'm always interested know, in how I the know. REITs. Yeah, yeah, you do know. So you, you know, we're always interested yeah. how the REITs in the industrial property sector are doing. Um, I mean, but how are those ones performing? The ones that are all about Singapore. Yeah, that, I mean, those those big industrial ones that are all about Singapore tend to be the higher capitalised and therefore they are captured in a lot of the big benchmark uh, indices, not just the Straits Times Index, but the important FTSE Epronari benchmarks. And for that reason, they'll always have the uh, the institutional book flows come through on a, on a week-to-week basis. But what has been a real challenge, Andrew, and this is, uh, you know, we've had, you've had it in Hong Kong, Japan, Tokyo, um, so Tokyo Korea, uh, uh, Taiwan and so forth, is this contraction we're seeing in regional trade and regional uh, manufacturing. So we are due to have our trade numbers out tomorrow and it's expected to come in, contract, in contraction uh, for September, which will make 12 months of, of consecutive contraction. And that also mirrors what we've also been seeing in South Korea, as well as Taiwan, and of course, much as much of this hinges on electricity, electronics, and uh, you know, precision engineering, and so forth. So, that has had an impact of pulling the tide down a little bit more for the demand and the uh, rates that you might pay when you're renting warehouses and logistics centres and so forth. But uh, yeah, nonetheless, uh, we've got 2024 to look forward to, and a lot, uh, the, uh, down here, markets are 
increasingly determinedly looking towards 2024. Singapore is expected to see growth acceleration. We saw some little marginal growth acceleration in the tentative numbers we've got for the third quarter, expected to further uh, accelerate in the fourth quarter and actually double up our GDP growth rate next year to around 2.5% from sub 1% this year. Mm, okay. I mean, a doubling of the GDP is always a good thing, albeit uh, from, a, from a low yeah. base, be better from a higher base. Um, but, you, you know, you kind of linked something that I think people don't get intuitively, which is you linked uh, the performance of industrial real estate to technology. Because, you know, industrial doesn't necessarily mean dirty manufacturing. It can also mean semiconductors, which are big in Singapore. Um, what, you Absolutely. Know, what's your take on what's happening if, if people are looking specifically at the semiconductor sector in Singapore? Yeah, I think it's pretty fragmented, uh, and and you would expect that. And you and by theory, you should be able to look into what's happening in the Singapore market, and it should all add up to what's happening across the world. And we are seeing uh, that the technology cycle recovery uh, it has taken longer than what we thought. Artificial intelligence, uh, generative AI, it um, sorry, gen- uh, it, it it has it has captured headlines, obviously, but it. It's also showing signs of further exacerbating the fragmentation in the tech sector. Mm-hmm. So you might remember back in 2019, there was there was a lot of focus on 5G, mm-hmm. and 5G brought this overall broad bid tone to all the tech tech sectors across the region in China, in the US, and so forth. But what we're seeing now is the market leaders like Nvidia really, uh, really um, sort of do, uh, move away. Quite a lot from the uh, from the from the big from the more mainstream semiconductor plays. So that's seeing price ratios of Nvidia to a lot of our leaders down here, such as TSMC, SMIC, really uh, move to around two standard deviations away from their mean. So much of the mainstream market, though, it does remain very much focused on finding signs for when the global semiconductor industry uh, turns a corner. And obviously a lot of this hinges not just on inventories and writing those down, but also uh, demand for new contracts and new orders and so forth. So one of our big major semiconductor plays, in fact, our most traded in the semiconductor industry, it did successfully renew its integrated system contract with its key customer okay. uh, right through to the end of 2025. So signs like that that we need to see in the actual stock market that parallel what the big global associations like SEMI and so forth are noting in terms of expecting this uh, all of a sudden 15% turnaround and rebound in uh, semiconductor sales and billings next year. Okay, semiconductor is part of the uh, part of the broader export story from Singapore, which, which of course includes yep. services exports like education and tourism. Um, I, you know, uh, I'm looking at some numbers from your latest report. Uh, you know, September uh, non-oil domestic exports down 15%, uh, down 20% in August. Um, when is when is that going to turn around? I mean, that seems pretty. Yeah, grim. you know, yeah, exactly. So that should hit. The expectations are that would. The, the manufacturing, the industrial production, I should say, and the Nordex tend to move together. That should start to uh, alleviate in the beginning of next year because when you do look at uh, global trade, in fact, World Trade Organization also put out uh, guidance for 2024 last week. It wasn't just the IMF. And the uh, World Trade Organization maintained that merchandised trade globally should accelerate to 3.3% next year, up from 0.8% this year. So that's even... That's that. That's suggesting even more acceleration than what we're seeing in Singapore. But obviously, it's uh, it's Singapore's growth will be contingent on that somewhat. Uh, I think the last contraction we had 
uh, for trade was uh, if basically if we start contracting, if we're still contracting in January, this would be one of the longest contractions we've had for some time. It really matters because our total trade exports imports three times larger than the global average. So very important for the Singaporean economy. Um, but all that being said, I mean, people are still going down there, and they'll be going once again for the doubled-up uh, Taylor Swift concerts. Uh, maybe you might see Jeff Howie there. Who knows? Thank you very much to Jeff Howie, market strategist at SGX.